Hello and welcome to the Crew Fitness UK podcast channel hosted by myself, Hayley Chatterton, online personal trainer and weight loss specialist. This is a place where I can talk to you about health and well-being, mum life and how we can live our healthiest and happiest lives. This is a chance where I can debunk some myths, chat to guests online and get into the real nitty gritty subjects that some personal trainers do not wish to discuss. So sit back, relax, or enjoy getting your 10,000 steps in. And welcome back to the channel. So, not sure if you guys know this, but it's actually C-section awareness month. So I thought it was pretty apt the fact that I recently had a cesarean um, just over a month ago. And I thought because it was, you know, in line with what's going on, I've had lots of mums messaging me recently, asking me about my experience of having a C-section. Obviously, I know I did um, a podcast straight after having Zachary but I thought I'd do a little update um so far because I'm now five weeks today post c-section so I thought I'd tell you all about um the symptoms I've gone through things I did not expect things that kind of made me worried yet it was just all part of the recovery process because although we are incredibly lucky in the UK to have the NHS Unfortunately, what I would say is because there's just no funding really for it, because the NHS is so, like, you know, it's so, uh, it has to cover so much that it can't physically, you know, do everything. And for me, I feel like aftercare for cesarean is very minimalistic. And, you know, you go through major abdominal surgery to have your baby. And I just wish there was more information given to me afterwards rather than just how to cope with the pain for the first week. So I wasn't given any of that. Now, I am doing this podcast quite quietly because Zach is asleep next to me. It's five to nine at night. But I just thought this was my chance to actually just chat to you guys about this. So, um, yeah, firstly, let's go through like the post-surgery symptoms you know, the midwives talk about it, the doctors talk about it, the nurses talk about it. Um, so it's, it is very much what you expect. Um, so firstly, when I came out of surgery, um, you firstly have to be fasted before you go in there. You can't have anything in your stomach. Um, and that, that, that was fine. Um, but what I would say is it can make you feel quite dizzy afterwards. So they do pump you with a lot of painkillers afterwards. I actually had morphine given to me. And um, not everyone's like it, but I just don't react well to very strong painkillers. And so I was really, really, really sick. Um, now, what was really hard with... And I don't want to scare you because, you know, everyone's different. I'm just not very good with myself being sick. I, I just, I, I kind of freak out the thought of being sick in front of other people. I get really embarrassed, which is ridiculous. Um, so anyway, I was, um, 
yeah, very, very sick from having um, morphine. And I couldn't hold Zach at first. Now, the problem with when I was being sick was then when you are retching, you obviously use your abdominals, you use all your stomach (laughs) muscles and stuff to retch. And obviously that really hurt. Like it fucking hurt. It was a deep, deep burn into my scar. And it just felt like I was, it honestly felt like my insides were ripping open. It's the nicest way I could put it. Um, But like I say, it's a very rare occurrence. None of the other mums on the ward had this. It was just me, okay? Everyone else was fine. In fact, everyone was still asking to have morphine the next day after surgery. Whereas I was like, nah, (laughs) I'll cope without, thank you. Um... So all I had was paracetamol after the surgery and once um, once the spinal block had worn off. So the first thing is um, when you come out of surgery and you start to feel your legs again and stuff, they do encourage you to walk. Um, and as I said in that previous podcast, I was quite lucky that I got up and walked about quite quickly. Now, I don't mean like walking miles. I'm talking like walking from my bed to the toilet and stuff like that. Um, So that was good. And that's, you know, not long and later after that, they then took the catheter out and it was, everything was going really, really well because they wanted to check that my bladder was working and that was going awesome. Now, the other thing is, is that um, you have like a bandage, put it over your scar and you have to have it on up to six hours after the surgery and then this is what in my hospital they wanted it off within six hours after six hours so then it dries out so I did that and I tell you what don't touch it do if you're not on any painkillers like me don't touch the scar well you're not supposed to any because you can get it infected but like even the like accidental brush over or whatever it will really, really hurt, guys. Like, just do not do it. Um, but anyway, you, you take that bandage off. Is honestly, it's not that bad. The worst part of it, I would say, is make sure that you, before you go in for your surgery, make sure you do shave your bikini line properly, because that bandage is very firmly stuck on your skin. Um, and then you can have a shower. You have a good old shower, and then you pat dry. Um, now pat dry, I would say that is sore, you know, it's a wound. So it was like a really deep burn, um, when trying to dry that very gently with, um, I used like throw away paper towels to do that area, um, in the bathroom at the hospital. So getting in and out of the hospital bed was interesting because you can't like, pull yourself up with your stomach muscles you have to pull yourself up with your arms so that was a quite tricky and like so basically learning to like roll onto your side then push yourself up with your arms and then the way the hospital beds are you then need to scoot down and you literally you are like scooting and using your legs and your arms but using absolutely no use of your abdominals like it's amazing how you suddenly realize you feel like um you feel like a turtle that's been chucked on its back and you're like you're really helpless and like it's almost like your legs are up flailing in the air (laughs) um 
anyway, so I got, because I was so active quite quickly, every, I was proving that my bladder and my everything like that was working fine, I, I went home 24 hours later. Now, what's crazy is after cesareans, years ago, they would make you stay in for like, what was it previously? It was three weeks, then before that, no, sorry, three days, then it was a week, then it was like two weeks. Yeah, over the years, it's got less and less and less. And now if you're healthy, you go home within 24 hours, which I'm sorry, after major abdominal surgery is fucking mental when you think about it, although you are desperate to go home because you want to have a good night's sleep. But if you were having surgery for any other kind of abdominal surgery, you would be in there for at least a week. So just putting it out there, girls, you went through a lot to have this. Um, And I truly underestimated it until I had it. I really did. Um, So the first week at home, they do warn you, like, you know, get help, getting able to sit up. You're going to need to be propped up with pillows for, like, if you're breastfeeding and stuff. You're just going to need help just moving about. And you can't lift up more than your baby. Um, That's easier said than done when you have a toddler (laughs) because if like you have a son like Harrison's age or sorry a daughter as well um they're used to you picking them up playing with them running around with them even when you were heavily pregnant you were still doing that and now you can't do any of it and they don't understand they don't get it they don't get why you can't play with them and that's really tricky um there were times that I definitely broke the rules and I paid and I paid the price for that because suddenly I would bleed a little bit more because my my body say you've overdone it you shouldn't have done that you silly girl and I'd be like holy shit and have to take a step back um I'll be honest, the recovery part in general, like, I'd say it was faster than when I had stitches after having the tearing from giving birth to Harrison vaginally. Um, However, I would say in the short space of time I had it, it was a lot more um, intense in terms of pain. um, Because you're dealing with the pain of that. You have a newborn that you're up all night for doing night feeds. And then you've got a toddler in the mix to look after. So it it is a huge shift. And it is hard. Um, But just make sure the first at least two weeks you have your birthing partner or whoever with you to take care of you. And you have family and friends around you to help support you. Um, And make sure they actually do things like doing chores around the house. Even things like just doing the bloody dishwasher hoovering do not hoover again I stupidly hoovered and I bled because I twisted my abdominals because twisting with the hoover you're using your stomach muscles stupid or what but I did it um so just try and do the absolute bare minimal but like I said it's easier said than done when you've already got a child so that is where it is most challenging And this is where I then would have people just come and take Harry out for like a few hours just to let him burn off some energy at a park, a play place, whatever. 
he went there and he had fun and I kept him in somewhat of a routine so during those two weeks that Tom was on paternity leave he took him to his swimming lessons and everything like that so he kept some form of normality which was really really good for him um, and it definitely paid off and it kept him preoccupied because let's be honest Harrison got very very bored um so yeah um yeah the whole getting getting in and out of bed that was quite hard particularly if I'd say the first five days because if you so much as even attempted by accident to use your stomach muscles you'd instantly feel a deep deep burn in that area where the scarring is and it'd be like a sharp like nope stop right now um so the next to me cots obviously help but then if you need to get up for a piss in the night you gotta scoot down it's really hard scooting um when i was sat on the sofa i had to get tom to hold my hand and pull me up to get me up because even sitting on my sides or whatever it wasn't as easy because the way our sofa is so squishy so I had to have someone to pull me up um that definitely helps it like I say though after those first initial like five days it does start to ease off a little bit and it's not as intense in pain but you also kind of learn how to scoot (laughs) and stuff like that um sneezing and coughing oh that was quite hard I'll be honest so the best thing I can suggest is if you're going to sneeze and you get time to catch it put your hand over your scarring like on top of your clothes obviously and embrace it like hold it and then you'll sneeze and it's not as painful okay it kind of stops you from using your tummy muscles from when you sneeze when you've got a toddler around, put a pillow over the bottom part of your stomach um, because it stops them jumping or hitting your scar area because it's going to happen, trust me, guys. Um, when getting up from things, I also found that obviously when I wasn't scooting as much, I did find having a pillow to pull up with sometimes really helped me as well. So just that's a top tip from me. Um. Oh, God, so tired, excuse me. The bleeding, right, the bleeding was weird this time. I've bled for so much longer this time compared to when I had Harrison. Harrison, um, I think I bled for like a week and then that was it. It was all gone. With Zach, four weeks, constant. It was, well, I'd say it was definitely constant for two weeks and then it was like intermittent after that for like nearly two weeks um and I would know when I'd overdone it or if I'd done a twist that I shouldn't have done or I'd lifted something too heavy um I'd get like a blood clot come out of me um and I'd feel a bit of like the bruising inside me so you would just feel it and that's when you go okay I've overdone it and also you get lower back pain so when I was trying to move around a lot more around the house, um, go start walking, lifting the boys in, both boys, which is very stupid, don't do it, but I did it and I will never do it again if I ever had to go through a cesarean. 
lifting a car seat in and out of the car. That made me bleed and made me have back pain and lower abdominal pain, which was a sign that I was overdoing it. Now, it wasn't like I suddenly like gushed out blood, but it was a sign of like, slow down now before you cause damage. That was like my warning signs. Um, and it does hurt, like it really hurt. It's like a bruising slash really strong menstrual cramp feeling. Um so in terms of where I just said about like bringing in being more active now again no one tells you what to do when you come out you just think oh maybe I'll be able to start walking and a few of my friends said look take your time don't rush it because it is hard and you don't want to walk too far that you can't get back so it was like Four or five days after the surgery, I really wanted to get outside for some fresh air. And I don't know why, but I put on the baby carrier to put Zach on me. And then we started walking. I'm not joking, we got 200 yards away from the house. And I felt all the weight of my uterus putting pressure on my caesarean scar. And I had to turn around and walk back. And it was the slowest walk I've ever done. However, day by day, I definitely got stronger. So then I left it a couple of days and went for a walk again. And because it had been a week by then, I actually could walk a lot further and I managed to walk around my the whole housing estate and a little bit further and back. And I felt good. So I was like, that's awesome. Then literally a few days after that, I was able to walk a little bit further than that. And I just added a bit and a bit, and a bit more each day, and within two weeks, I was walking 5k, now I'm different, obviously, I have always been a very active person, I've always walked really far, so it wasn't a problem, and I found that really helped my pains, um, because I found that if I sat down after the cesarean quite a lot, um, you stiffen up, your scarring area gets really, really tough, and um, it's just very sore and you feel like you've bruised that area and again it feels like your muscles are ripping apart when you get back up um so they do encourage you to move more but I did find the more I was walking that did help it considerably so I really really recommend it for you guys it does make a oh my god huge and it makes a huge huge difference so I definitely recommend that um so a couple of things that I didn't know and like really threw me off obviously like the bleeding threw me off because I didn't expect to bleed for that long and I had to keep buying pads which was horrible the other thing that really surprised me it was four weeks after the cesarean and I started getting stabbing pains at the side of my scarring and I was like what the fuck is this have I got an infection, have I got a hernia, like, I'm not joking, if I had done something like, I don't know, moved Harry somewhere where he was too heavy, or I had been out in the morning to a play place with the boys, I'd then suddenly get this stabbing pain, and then it was weird, because I only went out a couple of times, I didn't overdo it, but it really, really hurt. And what it is, I think it's where 
they where they sew you up or stitch you up um it was the side that they start on and that was where it really really hurt and I couldn't get over how painful that was um and also what I did was then don't google all of it because the googling this will just scare the shit out of you my best advice is chat to other friends that have had cesareans because that's what I did and one friend in particular told me yep I got the stabbing pain in the side of me it's very normal don't worry um if you get more blood clots then you should worry I didn't get any blood clots I was just getting this stabbing pain in the side of me she said that is where they start to stitch you up that's why it's a very tough tight area right now where the muscles are now suddenly um that they, they, they're coming back together there's tough um because scarring tissue is a lot tougher than regular tissue and she also said you're still contracting your uterus it's still going smaller so that's then having pressure on that and that's why it's also hurting because your uterus was cut open as well so that muscle is is going through where it's shrinking down again but it's got this tough um scarring there it's making it quite painful for you plus you also have nerve damage so you're going to notice that so you i still got a little bit of numb patches and a couple of patches still feel like they're bruised and i can see some bruising but it's okay it's manageable now um so that's perfectly perfectly normal and um, but that was just something that i did not expect to feel that a month later and I genuinely thought, have I got a hernia? Have I got an infection? Because I was feeling around the scar. And you can feel the internal scarring. It's really thick and it's very tough. And it feels like a solid lump. Um, slightly above your exterior scarring. So that's what made me kind of go, oh my god, what the hell is going on? So I was a little bit scared. Um... But it did subside and now I barely feel anything there. I've got a little bit of numbness, but like I said, it's absolutely fine. Um, I also noticed a few days ago that I was getting menstrual-like cramps again. And that was down to the fact that Zach's feeds have gone up. So I'm breastfeeding, I'm exclusively breastfeeding. And it's going really well with Zach, actually. Um, and... I started randomly cramping again and since that's happened I've noticed that my post baby bump has gone down even more and my c-section shelf is not as big as it was so it is tightening up um that also probably helped the fact that I have been massaging gently around the scar tissue so it's very gently sort of a like a rub and a tap and just like feeling over it at the moment above clothes and lying down um i am tempted that if the shelf of my scar doesn't go away within a month then i'll go and see a specialist for it and get it massaged because that can be where there's fluid touch down now i personally noticed that there was fluid sitting um above the scarring and I could feel it in like the um, C-section overhang. So what I was doing was I was massaging it very gently with my clothes on top. And 
it did seem to shift it quite well. So I will keep that up as well. But like I say, do it really gently, guys. Like, really gently. Um, you don't want to cause more problems at all. Um, but yeah, it was very odd. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting like period-like cramps again. And it's because his feeds have gone up. So it's making my body respond and like hormones are regulating more. So all of that. Um yeah, so it's weird because of the fact that if I feel my stomach now, like literally, I'd say going across above the scarring, there's like an area that's numb and then there's an air, two areas that feel like they're permanently like a bruised slash burnt feel. Um, but that's nerve damage from where they've cut through and that will get better. That can take quite a while, apparently. Um yeah, I've talked about the lumps. I've got like a, a list in front of me so I don't forget anything. But yeah, the internal scarring, guys, it just feels like a weird sort of lump in the areas. Like, yeah, don't feel alarmed if you feel like it's almost like a sort of a little lump across there, across the whole C-section area. That's very normal. I, I Again, I wasn't expecting to feel that. I genuinely thought I'd only see an external cut and that was it I didn't know that I would feel all these different layers of scarrings like truly underestimated it um the other thing I want to talk about was that I genuinely didn't know how breastfeeding was going to go after having a cesarean but I have to admit it's gone really really well like incredibly well um Zach has not been an issue with breastfeeding at all he's got a good latch he feeds really well he's very healthy he's growing so well um so I'm really really proud of that and I think a lot of people say actually post c-section they do really well with it quite often but there were put it this way when I was in the hospital I was the only second time mum all the other mums in there it was their first time now bless them they were quite overwhelmed with the whole breastfeeding stuff and I was like that after having Harry um but I just say guys just don't put pressure on it just try and relax try and enjoy that process um I know it's easier said than done but if you relax more your baby will be relaxed and if you really want to breastfeed, it will happen. Um, yeah, I felt pretty good about that. Actually. And I have to say, it's not been an issue. I have I have noticed he doesn't particularly like bottles, which is going to be an issue because I want to start going to the gym. And I've got client one-to-ones. Hmm, going to be interesting. But yeah, anyway, I just wanted to share this sort of honesty of how I found the cesarean sort of recovery so far I feel good now I feel so ready to exercise I feel like I can't do high impact um like I couldn't I really would love to get back into running but I'm not quite there yet I think I need a few more weeks until I can think about starting light jogging definitely keeping up walking for sure um and then I have got a really close friend of mine um, called Mandy. She's a pre and postnatal specialist in Pilates. 
and she's going to do a little workout with me to kind of help me strengthen um, teach me some strengthening exercises for my core and stuff again. I will admit my core is a hell of a lot stronger already. I'm able to engage it a lot more. I can do pretty much most things now. Um, obviously, I'm not sitting there like lying on the floor and doing leg raises and all that kind of stuff. But I can pretty much do most things. I've tried things like dead bugs and all of that. Which dead bugs exercise, by the way, guys. And um, it's been absolutely fine. I can do alternating leg raises. There's all sorts of things. So I know that I'm doing all right. Um, I have gone back to doing client one-to-ones. And admittedly, I have in the last week been picking up the weights. Weights that I've never found, particularly before being pregnant or even during pregnancy, I wouldn't have batted an eyelid at. Like picking up 10s, 15s, 20s didn't bother me um now until this week I wasn't touching them at all but I have been moving them and shifting them around it's been absolutely fine it's not been an issue whatsoever I can feel that my strength has definitely returned um I definitely feel like I've gained more body fat since coming out of surgery because of just I've been far more sedentary than I've ever been in my life. Purely just down to the fact that, yeah, when I can walk, it's great. I can go out and walk. But there are some days where it's so impossible with the two children because they're just making life too difficult. Or the weather's just been absolutely dire. So we've got some storm at the moment and it's been dire. And and that was my only form of exercise. And when I walk, I notice that I feel a lot better. And my body responds really well to it. But when the weather's horrendous, I'm literally sat around all day. um, As well as running after a toddler. So I do notice that. But the weather is looking good from this weekend onwards. So fingers crossed I can finally get back out there again. Anyway, I hope that really helps you guys in terms of like things that you might not have thought about when it comes to after a cesarean. Like I said, it was something that I took far too lightly, saying that, yeah, I'll go do the go-ahead to have a cesarean um, without realising the implications it have afterwards. I'm very lucky I haven't had any um, hernias, I haven't had any infections or anything like that. I've been so lucky. Um... So, yeah, I'm very grateful for that. It's just um, in in regards to, like, just what I can and can't do, the frustrations of not being allowed to exercise, the frustrations of only just getting my strength back now, it is hard, but, you know, it is short-term, even though it doesn't feel it at the time, it feels like an eternity. (laughs) But I'm definitely ready. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you ever want to add to anything of it, you know, feel free to message me on Instagram. I love to talk about it. Um, But yeah, thanks and bye for now.